0: all hands prepare for the starfleet escape podcast on the four-eyed radio network hello and welcome to the starfleet escape podcast on the four-eyed radio network this is episode number 13 13
1: i told you to jump to 14 yeah i was gonna say jump to 14 but that's okay he actually started writing 14 on everything i did So, uh, we're back again. Mm -hmm. Aaron
0: Gallo. Aaron Gallo. Marty Hogan. Marty Hogan. And Eric Perry. I'll say my own name, Eric (laughs) (laughs) Perry. So, this week's episode, Yes. We'll be talking about the civilian jobs in the Star Trek universe. Okay. But first... But first, we have
1: some show news, do we? We have some show news. Yes, but remember, we gotta say what we what. What, what, what is it? The
0: tagline. The tagline. Yes. <laughs> so oh <boy>. the Starfleet <laughs> Escape. <laughs> <laughs> the Starfleet Escape podcast, where we escape into the Star Trek universe. Really? I'm gonna just on the set. <laughs> on, on the, the SAS. set. <laughs> I'll just I'll edit that in on uh, like a pre Star Trek port.
1: Escape pod. Cast. Cast where we escape into the star trek universe that's a little bit better actually that was horrible but <laughs> so
0: we got some news aaron we have some uh i think some exciting news we already announced it on the twitter and on the facebook yes all the twits got it but we now have a new website so if you out there want to check it out point check your... out
1: our podcast anytime you want yep download them play them mm-hmm.
2: show notes
1: Show notes Show notes uh, We'll probably have pictures too i got to get you my picture of my head Yeah, I need your Just head Just my head
0: Yeah <laughs> So point your browser to sfescapepod.com.
1: Okay, so do I actually pick up the computer and face it towards something? or Towards the browser Okay, yeah. good mm-hmm. <laughs> So, a new website Let's see are you, Do you have a counter on this? so we know how many people are coming? <laughs> it's not 1996 <laughs> <laughs> do you but, have some kind of metrics that we can run yeah in the background i, I have it's not 1996 i have i uh, didn't mean you gotta get like remember that for a while it was all like that the, was the big thing yeah but the counters they, the, but those those counters were like the ones from like this back in the old west the numbers look like they're from the
0: old west yeah or they yeah. look
1: like they were um
0: like ticker yeah ticker yeah yeah, yeah. get over it <laughs> Yeah. I used to have that on my website. Yes, you did. That's why I brought it up, too. Back in well, the Was 90s. it a
2: GeoCities website?
0: No, it was on a uh, company that me and Marty used to work for. Uh, well, the
1: website doesn't exist anymore, so we could say yeah, it. Yeah, so it was South
0: Boston... What was it? SBAC.org? No, it was no. ActionCenter.org.
1: ActionCenter.org.
0: Yeah, and I had my own website off of that. <laughs> yes. You wait? Let me get
2: this straight. You had your own website off of Action Center, actions.
0: dot org. He had like, yeah.
1: you know, he sat like Ron Burgundy from time to time and acted. I'm in the Action Center news team. No. I'm Ron
2: Burgundy.
1: <laughs> I'm Aaron Gallo. Anyways, no. yeah. So we have a new website now. No. Are people able to uh, go to it and uh, download things?
0: Yeah, so you can download our episodes, like you said. Mm-hmm. You can also stream them in the browser. Yeah, I did that yesterday. We have show notes attached. Mm-hmm. They're Google Docs, so if you click on the, <laughs> don't you Google it opens me. it. Yeah, uh, you don't need a Google or Gmail account to view. You them. also
1: don't need Word or whatever to right. look at it. Yeah,
0: and what I are also we up to
1: Word three point six. What is it now?
0: <laughs> what? Anyway. And we also have wallpapers. That I just re- I just recently released wallpapers yesterday. Now he's decorating, Eric. <laughs> Watch out!
2: <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get some more.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, if I'll anyone try to design some too, so yeah. If anyone has any ideas out there for wallpapers, let us know. You can contact us on the new site. And do we have our email on the website too? Uh, well, we have a contact form that you can use. You have a guest book? No. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now remember when you, when you when I go on the computer, yeah. do I still have to log on? Like uh, get on the internet still, and it goes dial up. Yeah, dial up. No, this is yeah. the future. I'm just playing We're around. In the I'm an IT manager. I know this stuff, but yes, still. Have you been on the bulletin bulletin boards lately? No, I don't even think they exist anymore.
0: I'm sure they do. Anyways, anyway, that's not on our site. We don't have no. bulletin boards. <laughs> So the website well, we could we, we could, could I'm yeah going to. yeah. No. So the website's name is again. So the web address is sfescapepod.com. So what's up with the news this week? So for news, I don't know if you guys heard this uh, early in the week or maybe last week a man posted on, an ad on Craigslist. Hey, Eric, I'm glad he's a real reporter. <laughs> Sometime last week, maybe a week ago, six months Sometime ago. Sometime, somewhere. The, the, uh, week uh, I think it was last week. Yeah. A man posted on Craigslist seeking two to three women to engage in a Star well, who isn't? I mean, right Well, now. hey. To engage in a Star Trek role-playing scene with uh, no nudity, no touching, and it was strictly the Next Generation era. He did not want any to mix the genre. Make it so. Make it so. Uh, the he, ad has. He
2: didn't want any uh, toss in his TNG. No exactly.
0: toss. Uh, no yeah. v No. Uh, <laughs> no ENT. No ENT. No DS9. That's an easy one. Yeah. I
1: think that's why they called it DS9. Yeah.
0: The ad has since been
1: taken down. Big surprise. <laughs> but yet they won't take down like the ones that are really
0: asking for. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm. I'm assuming this. Now, wait, wait a
2: minute. Did the did the actual ad have the words to engage in Star Trek role playing? Because that's that's some good wordplay
0: there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, engage. Let's see. In our show notes, I do have a picture of the of the guy of not not of the guy, but of the. uh, I hope not of the ad. So the ad's called Make It So. Uh,
1: <laughs> M for WW31, university. So for the you people out there that don't know that that means, that's man for wo- two women, 31 years old, university. So he's really old to be
0: in college. Uh, I, th- I don't know. That's coming from a guy that... <laughs> so uh, it says, you know, need two or three women... Two or three. For Star Trek role-playing, no nudity, no touching... Strictly, in capital letters, strictly the next generation era, characters and costumes. He's hoping somebody looks like Guinan. Um, Well, he doesn't say that. Uh, (laughs) Last time someone tried TOS, and it was a disaster, apparently.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I love how there was a disaster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Please respond with pick and short bio plus stats. Here's the question. Why do you need the pick if it's not...
2: Wait, 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 wait. I like his rant here. It's like, I don't want to hear how Captain Kirk is so great. (laughs) Kirk isn't half the captain that Picard is, okay? (laughs) Kirk is a fat, chauvinist ladies' man. Picard is an honorable intellectual (laughs) and an excellent diplomat. I built a bridge in my mom's garage. And a small shuttlecraft. Uh, if this the, sounds like something that you want to do, let me know and I'll send you the script.
1: <laughs> Here's the funny part maybe my mom will make us lunch.
2: <laughs> 31 in his mom's garage. Um, he, It continues. Living in a van! <laughs> I don't mind if your costume isn't terribly authentic. Just make sure it's close to TNG era. So Once most we- you have your
1: <laughs> most weeknights and weekends are good times. <laughs> Having your own props is an asset, e.g., a phaser or a visor, if your character needs one. Please respond with pick and bio status. Nothing weird is going to happen. Um, even I know. <laughs> being a Trek fan, if you're doing it in your mother's garage, you built your own bridge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Mom's going to make lunch, maybe? She,
2: she might make lunch.
0: <laughs> I wish this Mom's going to get involved, actually. I wish he posted pictures of his bridge and his shuttle. Well, I want to see what he looks very, like.
2: He's got a very fetching picture of war. That's true. On on the bridge of the Enterprise. So. Yes.
0: Uh, so Even Worf's looking awesome. like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like he just read <laughs> it. What the What the hell? Oh, my
1: God. Uh, uh, I
3: just love the line. Last I time the line. someone tried TOS, it <laughs> yeah, was a disaster. I love that.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. This is highly entertaining. You yeah. know who
1: I could see doing this? If this was a Family Guy thing, I could see Stewie saying that. Last time I that tried TOS,
2: <laughs> it was a well, disaster. I, I, I don't have the uh, great... Uh, I don't either. Talents, uh, But if you know what I mean, you, you know what I form. mean, though. He, yeah. you know.
1: And if you want to play Will Wheaton's character, then...
2: Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton's.
1: Yes. But anyways...
2: I'm deeply offended. Yeah,
1: this isn't paid, but I have a doctor's <laughs> prescription pad. Long story. Oh. And I can
0: write you a prescription for basically anything you uh, want. Wow. Okay.
2: See, that's probably why it was taken down.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, okay,
2: let's get some illegal drugs going on top of our Star Trek roleplay. I'm deeply offended.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I just noticed that.
2: I'm one of the best champions.
1: It's not a pain.
2: <laughs> I am not a fat chauvinist ladies man. <laughs>
1: and I don't do illegal drugs. I get them legally. Anyways. So, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Wow. Uh, he wouldn't be filming anything. It would just be fun. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are some hidden cameras going on recording his own personal episode.
1: Oh, goodness. All I can think of is, did you see Scary Movie? Uh, yeah. You remember Doofy? What? I'm in my room playing with the vacuum! No, that's all I'm thinking of. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah okay. But so this guy, this guy,
1: actually, too bad we didn't uh, hear. I, uh, you know, that, that wow. <laughs> uh, wow. So, so
0: what's next, the retired Leonard Nimoy is going to be voicing a character in a new animated CGI film, featuring no, 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 birds. A CGI film, uh, well, computer generated film. Okay. Uh, but how can he be retired if he's exactly working? He's been retired for like the last seven few years. minutes. For the last few years, he's been retired, and in that time, he's been in Star Trek, Transformers, he's been on Fringe,
1: Transformers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing well for retired, man. Yeah.
1: He's got more gigs than I do. <laughs> and I work a full time job.
0: Yes. What? So, this uh, this is a film about birds. Uh, the movie's <laughs> called Adventures in Zambezia. Uh, and it's uh, due for okay. release. Release as a Walmart exclusive DVD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Straight to DVD. Also in the film, Jeff Goldblum and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. So that's one to miss. I mean, um, <laughs> so if, <laughs> if you want to check it out, go to. So uh, Jeff Goldblum's going to play ev- the same character he's played in everything, just the voice. Right. <laughs> As a bird. Wow. Uh, so if you want to check this out, it's uh, Zam. <laughs> www.zambiziamovie.com.
1: So that's Z A M B E Z Z I A m o v i e dot com.
0: Yeah, it'll be in the show notes on the site. So, Aaron, I'm again, I'm again. on the page
2: now. It yeah. looks like a Madagascar ripoff. Okay.
0: Yeah. Actually, I watched the trailer. It looks alright. Oh, for a Walmart yeah. exclusive.
1: For a Walmart exclusive, <laughs> it's going to be in the five ninety nine bucket by the end of the year.
0: No, but it looks. It seems fairly decent. Um,
1: all right. So, what's next? Chris Pine and Zoe. How do you pronounce Saldana. it? Saldana.
0: Saldana? Sal- Saldana. Saldana.
1: Okay. Will co-host the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, Scientifical and Technical Awards on Saturday, February 9th, which is always put into the Academy Awards, the Oscars. So we will see them actually at the Oscars then, together, presenting. Oh. That'll be good. That's a nice step up.
2: Now yeah, some good exposure for the new Star Trek movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be great. Plus what by February 9th... Well the Oscars are in end of February, I think, aren't they? So I don't watch that. We're gonna talk I don't watch that crap. I don't anyway, watch that. Um February so March, April, May. You'll only have three months left till the movie. We're getting closer. People I can feel I'm it excited. Within, it's with it. you're excited. <laughs> I'm not gonna continue with that one. So what else do we have? IDW publishing is releasing Star Trek Countdown to Darkness a comic book miniseries to bridge the gap between the events of 2009's Trek and this year's Star Trek Into Darkness. The first comic is available to download in the Apple Store. The fourth comic in the series will feature the new Klingons due out in April. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Yes. You mean Klingons with leather caps on. I think they're metal. Are they metal? I think so. Now yeah, the question metal. Now the question is, do they have the ridges underneath I'm going to go with no. They haven't fixed I'm, the situation.
0: I'm
2: also going to go with no, yeah.
0: What I uh, I think is going to happen... It's they, the whole Augments thing. They're going to have, like, scar tissue. Yeah, like they did Where Where they would have uh, ridges. Suck my ridges. Whoa. Family show. Hey, now.
1: Well, it's from a family show called Family Guy, so... That's not a family
0: show. <laughs> it's about a family. It's about a family, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so... And if
1: you want to go look at that, that's at... IDW publishing.com forward slash news forward slash article forward slash 2480 mm-hmm. forward slash there's
0: too many forward slashes. Yes. So Eric, do you want to take on this next piece of news that uh, was released today?
3: Sure. No! <laughs> That's all
0: I'm going to say.
2: And this uh, new breaking story the website the rap has announced that JJ Abrams will be directing the next Star Wars film
1: like I said no
2: good Lord uh, I guess it may
1: be okay I mean I, I'll give it I'll give it a shot I mean I'm not gonna turn my back on on Star Wars just yet
2: according never... to the article uh, Argo director Ben Affleck, was also in contention. Hmm. Okay, um, then I'm
1: happy with the choice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm I'm really on the fence about this. On one hand, I do think JJ is a fantastic director. JJ. Uh, I really like the Star Trek movie. I'm really excited for Into Darkness, but I think he may be taking on too much. Too much. I think yeah. he's
1: making too many things alike. Uh, Star Trek. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, that's that's why I don't want to happen. I want because the Star Wars. It's different. It's supposed to be different. different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even the even the story play. Even if they make it new, the way they do it is more uh, old fashioned movie than Star Trek is. You know, with the with the dissolves and the the way they pan into different scenes and stuff. Nice dissolve. Nice dissolve. (laughs) Space balls. Yeah. Anyways. I
2: hope I hope that J.J. can take those directional cues from the original trilogy. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sure that Lucas is going to be involved, no matter what. But either way, here's my worry. Do you, well, not worry, but now I think about it. I saw it the other day. Remember the R2-D2 in Star Trek 09? Yeah. Kind of funny, mm-hmm. isn't it? Eh. Do you think yeah, that,
2: that was more of like an... An homage.
1: Um, it's an homage, yeah. An homage yeah. to them but it's still kind of weird yeah
2: it's it's weird to have the same director be involved in two franchises that have always
1: competed
0: with each other basically exactly yeah
2: yeah.
0: uh-oh marty has the pizza cutter again
2: oh my god put that away
0: <laughs> it is
1: sharp as hell
0: well it's a pizza cutter i know but and that's a I'm blade surprised <laughs>
1: anyways let's uh let's go on what's next so next is the segment.
0: Would, Would you buy you this crap? Buy it? Crap.
1: No. Would you buy it? Uh, this week, actually, I don't think is really that crappy. No. Unlike the slippers and the socks and the and tribbles. The, did you see the tribble yeah. slippers the other day that my uh, one yeah, of my friends put we, on? Yeah, we talked about it yeah. before. Yeah. The tribble sn-
0: slippers and the. Uh, yeah. I, the onesies. I tried my hardest to get some tribbles into this episode. It just didn't happen. Except for the fact that we're. Uh, discussing the fact that there are no triples in the episode. So you got them in. Yeah. Okay. Son of a... <laughs> uh, Should we use that
1: tagline we're going to use for this episode? No, No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside joke,
0: people. Would you buy it? Well, what is it, Aaron? So first up on Would You Buy It? Star Trek movie, Starfleet Academy ring... Class ring. Class ring. <laughs> web. Yep. That's a huge so, name. Star Trek <laughs> movie, Starfleet
1: Academy's class ring prop replica. Yes. It's a one-to-one scale, screen accurate... <laughs> screen... Screen accurate. accurate. Aaron, you really do need to go to uh, Phoenix. Do you want me to read it? I'm sleepy. Yeah, go ahead. One-to-one scale, screen accurate replica of the actual prop worn in the 2009 Star Trek film. Available for pre-order from www.entertainmentearth.com shipping in june 2013 and i can tell you it's a very nice ring
0: yeah
2: it's it's very classy yeah,
1: yeah. and you can guarantee when you walk outside people will say you are an absolute dork anyway <laughs> um but i would wear it honestly i would wear it yeah because i like those type of things and uh, i'm pretty sure it's a nice it's, design on it's it, too. it's only like 20 it's a bucks weird, it's a weird design though for the um ufp in the middle it's not quite yeah, well generic. there's
2: there's only so much you can fit onto yeah. a ring. Yeah.
1: yeah. It but has... it's also the ring that in the previews we <coughs> see now, whoever the who is have they come up with his name yet? The African American gentleman? Uh, no actually, but he's, he's British. He's African British. I don't yeah, know you
2: he's, said that. He's the guy who plays um if anyone watches Doctor Who, he's play he plays uh Mickey uh in the Doctor Who Mickey franchise.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, he dumps his into a glass in the new movie, so we know that. Mm-hmm. But this thing is available. Don't be, don't let Aaron be the only one to buy this. <laughs> so
0: it, the UFP symbol, it has the three domin- dominant, dominant stars. stars. Uh, so that's how you can tell it's the UFP. What are the sign- three dominant stars? Do you know? I, it's one's it, uh, for
1: it's
2: Earth, it's Vulcan, Vulcan and Andoria, yeah, or yeah. Earth, Vulcan and Tellarite or
0: whatever, yeah.
3: But yeah, Definitely so not the
1: Romulan Star Empire. Mm-mm. All right, so there's that. What else do we have, Mr. Gallo?
0: So actually, Eric, do you want to take this one?
2: Yeah. So this is the from the company Anobos, who has done great replicas of uh, Star Trek uniforms. Mm-hmm. This is a one-to-one exact replica next-generation rank pips. With magnetic backing, the pip sets are packaged in a foam-padded tin display uh, with a visual nod to the pads. It's useful for keeping this jewelry piece stored safely when unused. Mm. You I... can pre-order it from anovos.com slash star-trek-tng. It's, have... it's available for $60, and it's available now.
1: Let me ask you a question. Is that the Admiral's Pips? No, that's the magnetic ba- backing. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because it looks like you know how the Admiral, the four pip Admiral,
0: mm-hmm. had like a round thing around it that was gold? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's just the magnetic backing that you would be behind the collar. Now, do they have the different ranks?
2: They only have captain. the captain and the commander sets. Oh, okay. They don't have the ones with like the black for lieutenant commander or anything like that. Okay,
0: right. so I'm, you could be an ensign a lieutenant, a commander, or a captain with these. Right. You just couldn't be a lieutenant junior grade. Or an ensign. Oh, or a lieutenant commander. Ensign's gold? Yeah, that was black. No, it's a solid pip. Okay. Because Miles... Uh, a, rec- uh,
2: a, recruit, a recruit has a one pip that's black. You know, you're, you're a solid
0: pip, Aaron. Thank you, I think. So, so,
1: these would be cool
0: for, like, anybody that has the uniforms. Yeah. So would Which either Novo
2: Softsol makes?
0: Yeah, right. They have some really good uniforms. They're just really expensive. Do they have the red sold... ones? The jacket? I don't think
1: From so. The... That's the one I really want to make. Yeah.
0: Or have. So would either of you buy either of these products? I would probably buy the ring. Hmm. I would buy the ring.
2: I would probably buy both.
0: Uh, See, so I, I think I could get something cheaper for the pips. <laughs> You cheap-ass <laughs> Well, no, because they I mean, it's cool that it's magnetic The case is cool But there are pips for sale that are cheaper
2: Yeah, but these are taken from uh, the actual molds That uh, were used on the did you
1: Did you know that Do you know what a pip is? Do you know what a pip is in real life? What? Not that Star Trek <laughs> isn't real life But at the end of your shoelaces Those uh-huh. plastic things at the end uh-huh. Those are called pips Okay,
0: that's awesome
2: Did you know that, Eric? I did not know that. Write that down. I'm writing it down right now. Very good.
0: And all of you out there,
1: forget you heard Write that down, Timmy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah. So, that's that's a nice one there. So, our main topic for tonight is civilian jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, (laughs) it would probably be very hard to be an IT manager in the future, considering it seems like everybody in the future knows how to use a computer as compared to now, Mm -hmm. let's be honest.
0: Well, computers have been, by the time of the next generation, computers have been around for quite a while.
1: Mm -hmm. And some of them actually look like humans. Mm -hmm. But, so let's go through the
2: list. I think I would be out of a job, too, with with marketing.
1: Ah, yeah. No, I still think, like... You've seen the movie uh bu- bu- what's that movie the um Minority Report. Yeah. Now it's a little bit in the future, not as far as that, but you saw what they do with the marketing. They're still like you go into a place and it sc- scans your eyes yeah. and it actually starts talking to you. That was annoying. But
3: yeah, that's but with, what I uh, think it would be.
1: Star Trek with, is really no need, right?
2: Star Trek they don't have advertising. Uh, yes, because they
1: have a, they have a they have a different way of uh, money and a different way of, you know, all that right. crap that Cod talks about. So, the original series. The original series. I don't remember seeing anybody other than a
2: Starfleet
0: officer. <laughs>
3: then
2: you weren't paying attention.
0: No, <laughs> no I wasn't. So, uh, Eric and I kind of like went through and... Yes, you did. We
2: scoured the Star Trek universe. Yes. Here's
1: the thing, though. That first one you have here, Cook, I couldn't that that... be on
0: every single... Well, it's also in not necessarily. But... It's in the Enterprise series. Uh, the cook.
2: Who ah uh, chef?
0: Ah oh, chef, yes, right. I have that written. <laughs> well, da- have that There's written down. A... Voyager has a cook. Well, we'll get really? into that. We'll get okay, into that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 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 so obviously, they didn't have replicators. On, not at that point on the Enterprise seventeen oh one. So they needed to actually cook. Were women on board, right?
3: Hey now Uh... I'm
1: just I'm just (laughs) So cooks That is a good profession though Because if you really If you want to be in the military Or in you know Mm -hmm. The fleet But you're not really good at much You could be good at cooking
2: the best example of cooks in the original series mm-hmm. was actually in the Undiscovered Country. Yes, yes. Where they went into the actual kitchen, actual kitchen. Yeah. Of, of the Enterprise.
1: Oh, just just since you were watching that this weekend, there's one thing that really POs me about that scene.
2: Mm-hmm. It really puts your quantum state in the flow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, to steal somebody else's phrase. <laughs> they shoot the phaser
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the yeah. bucket. I know of exactly. Of mashed what you're potatoes. Going to talk about. Yep. And it vaporizes the bucket, but the mashed potatoes in the stirrer are absolutely fine. Uh-huh. Now, does that uh, seem strange to you
2: or not really?
1: <laughs> well, when you vaporize a person, the whole person goes. It's not like <laughs> it leaves the skin comes off and the rest of them is uh
2: I think because they're molecularly different. like the body is but what, molecularly like all together. Yeah. What were you so, gonna say? As far no, I, as you
1: said there was something that really No, I
2: you know. think that when the container gets vaporized it's like metal versus, you know, mashed potatoes. Yeah. So I think the beam since it just hit the 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 pot that it only was de- demolecularizing metal. the pot.
1: Yeah. All right, but it just seemed a little strange
2: to me. I thought it was a cool effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like I, the fact the alarm went off. I think they did that intentionally just to say, "Oh, hey, look at that." Yeah. That's cool too because you know you think of a star trek movie at least the first couple like i don't know the effects weren't that great you're kidding me when you're looking at them from like the 90s to (laughs) like when we were watching them it was after they had already come out and we've seen some pretty cool well sci-fi if you
1: look at the next generation compared to now Mm -hmm. it kind of
0: looks hokey too well well, I'm sure well, Eric can I vouch for the uh, for the HD. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Version. Um, yeah. Um, the stuff, the
2: yeah. HD looks great, but I think the sure the original effects in the original series those look like cool. crap. It, it <laughs> was like cardboard and strings and okay. Right. But the movies the movies had excellent effects. That's still yeah. The movies were yeah. The uh, what's call it the,
0: the, the I don't know yeah.
1: Well, anyways, cooks are a definite need in the original series, as well as the movies with the original series. Right. So what else? Kill all the lawyers. Yeah. That's a good start. So, uh, yeah. Lawyers. So we have Samuel T. Cogley, defense counsel for James T. Kirk, and later, Ben Finney in 2267.
2: In the episode Court Martial. Yes. And so if you have a defense counsel, you also have a prosecutor, which was Ariel Shaw in that episode. Hmm. So there are lawyers and defense attorneys in the future. Uh.
1: And then you have the next one is a traitor slash con man. Now, the problem <laughs> is, is con man really isn't a profession. Well, it's more of I wouldn't call it, it is, but it isn't. Uh-huh. You
0: know, Well, some people make a living being a con man. Yes. But Harry Mud would be that person. <laughs> in the original series, yes. yes. Cyborg was the no, no, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> so on What's the the next one? On the station K seven, mm-hmm. they had a bar. Mm-hmm. Right. So on a bar that you That sounds have, like a candy bar, a K seven bar. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So you have waitresses, you have bartenders, honorable professions in the any in the era, way of, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Any yeah. era?
2: and actually we see bartenders in pretty much every series.
0: Quark. yeah, yeah, that's true. So they, it's go, a very, to the, uh, they go
1: to the bar more than once in the in the uh, <laughs> the original series movies.
0: They even had a bar on in the, the Enterprise D.
1: <laughs> in an 09 they went to go get their Bud Classic
2: and their Slusho mix.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Slusho mix.
0: I I was looking up the name of that bar to put in here that I actually didn't put it in the notes but they had a couple of different names for the bar and they ended up i guess deciding on shipyard bar but it that wasn't it wasn't in riverside it was actually else, yeah. like 10 miles away from yeah. riverside yeah. You never know, a shipyard might be that big. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well,
2: oh, I don't think 10 miles is that big of a stretch when you can just hop a shuttle yep. and be there like in a second.
1: <laughs> now, here's a question. What was the drink that Ahura got in that scene? It was some kind of alien. Cardassian Sunrise? Yeah. Now, here's yep. a question. Would they have known of the Cardassians at this point?
0: Uh, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, just because he didn't see them in the original series doesn't mean they weren't known. Yeah, but they are Gamma Quadrant. No, they're not. I thought they were. No. Nope. Cardassians, oh, Cardassians on are on our side. Yeah, they're in. The-
1: the- Tarek knows on this side. All right. Yeah. I always forget the...
0: Yeah. All right, well, maybe they could have. Yeah, and there was already... But Bud Classic. ...before Miles O'Brien basically established that he was in battle with them before... Serving on the Enterprise-D. Really? Yeah, so that, there was a
2: Cardassian yeah. Federation war in the 2340s.
0: Yeah, so they would have had to have met them sometime before that, Yeah, you would think. So I guess it places okay in the timeline.
1: And then you have, the next one is bringing up big names. Ambassador. Ambassadors. Ambassadors, yes. Spock was one. Sarek so, was one. Mm-hmm. Who
2: else? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Archer, uh, once he retired from Starfleet, he became the ambassador for Andoria. Was that where mm-hmm. he went? Yeah. He became the human ambassador to Andoria. And,
1: of course, after that we have the... JJ uh, Union. movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the JJ <laughs> movies. The uh, Riverside Shipyard Construction Workers. Yeah, so the, nice guy that's,
0: yeah, the guy that said nice ride to Kirk. And then he gave him the bike. Yeah, and he gave him the bike.
1: Uh, it's nice to see that union labor is still alive and well in 2258.
2: Um, now, was he just a construction worker, or was he also part of Starfleet?
0: See, they don't say. Yeah, I don't think he was a Starfleet worker. I still
1: think at that point they would have had to subcontract. Interesting. Yeah, or at least you would think they would. And then the Iowa police officer.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. I don't know if. Well, I'm sure you, you guys might know this, but originally he didn't have a mask on, and then they CGI'd a mask on him.
2: I did not know that that was CGI. Yeah,
3: yeah it was pretty good. It, it was CGI, awesome
0: it? CGI.
2: I thought it was a complete costume. Now, what was the reasoning behind that? Why? Why did they do that? JJ, J <laughs>
0: he wanted it. And what JJ wants? JJ, JJ gets. actually voiced. Yeah, I know the, the officer. officer. Uh, it was wow. a little distorted, but he it was his Citizen, voice. Citizen, what's your name? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that either. Have you seen the yeah. outtakes at the end where you go? the kid actually says his real name? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the first one that had outtakes, too, by the way. First movie? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. All right, so that's the original series. The only one I'd uh-huh. add to that uh-huh. in the original series yeah. is, if you remember, nope. in one of the movies. Nope. You don't, because uh, <laughs> they had a cleaner, a janitorial person uh, in the space dock. Remember when did
3: Kirk? They? And, Which yeah,
1: movie? Uh, three. Search for Spock. When they steal the Enterprise, they show it backing out, and there's uh-huh. a janitor guy working in the big. Remember that conference room that they saw it coming? That has like the big windows. They saw it coming in at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And know. Janice Rand? Is that Rand? Yeah, Rand was sitting there. Uh huh. The same thing later when they're stealing it. Mm-hmm. They show a shot of it moving backwards. Yeah, and it's from the same place, but nobody's there except for this guy with the same vacuum cleaner on his back <laughs> that they have now.
0: <laughs> didn't even oh, have a Dyson. That's weird. Yeah, I, I never That's noticed. That's funny, uh, isn't it? You didn't even have a yeah, Dyson. I, I never uh, noticed sphere. Sphere. <laughs>
2: It's kind of funny. It's what you were, Marty. What you were talking about last week that they're even going to need ditch diggers in space. So yes. People who are like, eh, I'm not smart enough.
1: Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> need. Yeah.
2: Well, look at look
1: at look at the Klingons. I mean, even though Rorapente was a, a prison colony, they also did mining. Obviously, too much on Praxis. Praxis, right? Mm-hmm. right. They had to have been people that were paid lower or taken care of lower or lower class that were doing those jobs.
2: Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Nero and his crew were miners for Even though he uh, was yeah. he was a right. little
1: smarter, I don't think the rest of them were that smart. They were more brute force. Right. Yeah.
2: But still, they were hired to mine for Romulus.
0: Right. Yeah, because they definitely weren't members of the military. Star Empire. Yeah. No, they weren't no. part of the military. Yeah. They
1: also weren't stuck up like most Romulans. He actually was more down to earth, believe it or not. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I, I really like that one line where he's like, Down there. "Hi, Christopher. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. I'm Nero. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's what I said to Aaron. It's kind of like somewhat. I understand now, seeing it a couple of times, how it could be taken, but it's kind of unbelievable when he says it at first. Mm-hmm. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero.
0: But I I like that as yeah, well. Yeah, me too.
2: Yeah, it was good. Well, that so. does it for the original series.
1: Yes. So now we have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The next generation, uh, so-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which actually that theme song was not just the next generation. It actually came from Star. The, I think it was Star Trek Four. It came from.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, it came from the movies that, because there were actually three different. Just off off topic, I have a CD at home that has the three different versions that they were going to test for the show. Mm-hmm. Two of them sound nothing like the next generation theme. The mm-hmm. third one's the one we know. Yeah. And up until last minute, it basically I read about it was they were going to go with one of the others. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, if it's so good for the movies, we could use this for the, you know, do it for the TV show. So, yeah. Anyways. Nice. All right. So what do we have? A barber. Yes. The blue guy. Yes. Mott. Sounds like my name being messed up. <laughs> Mott. Mott.
2: But, uh, yeah, we actually saw him in a handful of episodes.
1: Yeah. Right. See, they couldn't have him in the, the original series because they didn't want Kirk to take off his wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I
3: don't have a wig. Yeah. Oh, actually, yes. <laughs> and, I, and neither did Chekhov. Another side <laughs>
0: note. Have Did he, either of you watch Tech War? Yes. It's now streaming yeah. on Hulu. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to be watching Tech
1: War. <laughs> There's a show that I have to miss. Um, actually, he
0: turned it on last night because I wanted to fall asleep. Uh, no, you oh. fell asleep. You actually
1: got some good sleep last
0: night. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, what was it, the mid-90s that came out? Uh, something like that, yeah.
1: yeah. All right, but here's the funny part. You saw Mott, and he was very friendly with Picard a lot, right? Oh, with St. Yeah, but yeah. he was talking to Picard a lot. Mm-hmm. Picard would be the least, he'd probably be the one going to him the least. <laughs> yeah, I true. mean, think about it. Yeah. That's
2: Who probably why Mott, Mott really liked talking to him, because yeah. he didn't have many opportunities. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yep, yeah. All right, next.
2: I, I like I liked Mott.
0: Speaking of that, um, Bacard pretended to be the barber, Mott, in one of the episodes when the ship was taken over by terrorists. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yes, moving on, we have Bartender again.
1: Bartender?
0: Uh, So, probably the only ship in the fleet that has, well, the only class of ship in the fleet that has their own bar. Really? I would imagine. Well, the Enterprise
1: in the original series was fully stocked. It had Romulan ale. I mean,
0: uh, true, but that's like the mess hall. This was Ten Forward was like a lounging area. You mean, you mean
1: the Federation president's office? Yes. Oh, okay. It,
0: it, it was like a. It was more of like a lounging area. Yeah, um, play
1: games, sit down, have a, something to eat, maybe outside of the mess because there was a mess for the Enterprise too, for the D, um,
0: I believe. Possibly. I don't think we yeah. ever saw it. They had we,
2: we, we did see a captain's mess yeah. in The Next Generation. Ah, okay. So they did have their
0: own uh, mess halls as well.
1: But Guinan mm-hmm. wasn't the only bartender, if you noticed. There were other bartenders behind that. Oh,
0: yeah, there were bartenders and Bart- waitresses. waitresses. Yeah.
1: Uh, waiters. It's quite an interesting thing. Yes. They try to make it a cruise ship, really. Though. Yeah,
0: uh, that's uh, what they were going for.
1: Okay, so what's next?
0: Next, we have a botanist. Mrs. Uh, Keiko O'Brien
1: should have just said Keiko O'Brien because if you say Mrs. O'Brien, I think of his mother, even though we never saw her. <laughs> just sounds so old. Well, she was also a teacher
0: when she got to deep, deep space. space yes, but she was also a teacher. That's why I didn't mention it. Oh, You didn't mention space it there. Space okay, oh, okay. Yeah. You're breaking all the rules, <laughs>
2: Marty.
0: <laughs> Put it back in. Because look, let me scroll down. School teacher, um, Mrs. O'Brien. Who the hell is Mrs. O'Brien? <laughs> My first grade we had teacher. We had a computer teacher. Actually, it was Chris
1: O'Brien's mother. But yeah, Mrs. O'Brien, I think of his mother, not his yeah. wife. K- they never
0: call him Mrs. O'Brien. It was always Keiko. I'm sure someone People? called her Mrs. O'Brien. I'm yeah, sure. like her students.
2: Yeah. yeah. So the, the Enterprise D did have a arboretum mm-hmm. on the ship, just like the Enterprise A did. So she probably had a lot of work to yeah. do <laughs> on the ship. Yeah, the
1: A had an arboretum, but then when you look at the, the size of what it would be in, like how big it would have been, I don't know how they ever fit that in there.
0: Well, that's probably why J.J. had to scale up his, his Enterprise. Yeah, but then he put... Brewing
1: facility from Budweiser in the middle of... Anyways, so the next one...
2: I heard they're not doing that for this new... Like, they actually built a set for... I actually... I I hope so, but
1: I don't believe that's true because one of the previews, they show Chekhov running by the tanks again.
0: Son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you would think that they would have to keep some... For at least continuity... Show they get
1: like the beer thing on the
0: side. Show that. that beer. Yeah, tap. Mm.
1: One of the uh, one of the side effects of a war whore is that beer <laughs> is produced.
0: Mm. Mm, that's good Tasty. beer.
1: All right, so the next one is groundskeeper,
0: which yep. is Boothby. Yes, and that was at Starfleet uh, Academy. Academy grounds. And he actually struck up uh, relationships with Captain Picard and I believe Janeway.
2: Janeway and Cisco. I Cisco think, too. too. They okay. all do.
0: Yeah. Well, he's there for been there for a while then.
2: Yeah, because if if he was te- or if he mentored Picard, yeah. Back when Picard was a cadet, mm-hmm. he's, he's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> he's been there a while. Right. <laughs> and I always liked Boothby's character and. The fact that he knew so many captains, yeah, I, I, I really think that he had a pretty big impact on on Starfleet, even mm-hmm. though he was just a groundskeeper.
1: Ground's yeah, right. Well, what I found funny is every time I watched episodes with him in it, yeah, all I could think of in my mind was him playing the character in Johnny Dangerously. Now I'm blind. Do you remember that? I didn't watch that. You ever see that movie, uh, no. Eric? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry.
2: References away. My favorite, Mar- <laughs> my favorite
1: Martian. Oh uh, yeah, it, that's uh, who yeah. That is. the old show. Yeah. yeah, No, it's not Christopher Lloyd. He was yeah, in right. another Trek. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that's weird. <laughs> All right. So who's next? next the vineyard wh- workers. Yep. So the uh- staffers hired by the Picard family. Nice to see aristocracy still exists. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they have a, a more what was it uh, refined refined
0: way of having different classes and. I wonder, no money. I went to what the Picard family did for the staffers. Like, how did they keep them coming to work?
2: <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what? See this. That, I know we're getting back into this argument. Uh huh. But maybe they don't have to. Maybe there's people that just really want to work on a vineyard that's in a, the future.
1: Yes, because that's works, That's worked so well in the history of mankind. <laughs> I guess they could give them free wine. Anything anything that's ever been built that's been major in the history of mankind all the way up to the 30s has always been done by the lowest and the littlest of the society. Mm -hmm. Because they have no other choice. But anyways, hopefully in the future it won't be that way.
0: Well... you would have to have choices if there weren't
3: money, right? I,
2: you could I, I think the point is you can do pretty much whatever job you want. You can advance your own skills and what you really want to do. Right. So if you want to go to the stars and be a Starfleet officer, you can. Yeah, but, but I want just to want
1: to just spend my in time in the sun burning 19 hours a day, picking <laughs> grapes. little grapes so that somebody can step on them. Yeah, that's I'm, what I want to do with my life. Take me, take me. I want to live on wet cement. Never mind. That's from another movie. I keep on using movies tonight. Leave me alone. All right, so who else do we have? Archaeologist. Now, who do you reference for that fact?
0: Uh, well, Picard wanted Bosch. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was more of, like, a uh, robber. Yes. But Picard was into archaeology. Damn good-looking robber, but... Yeah, well... <laughs> Picard was into archaeology. He had... Uh, relationships I, I think, with people that we're not. Yeah,
2: going to I I think if he wasn't a Starfleet officer, I think that's what he would be doing full time.
0: Yeah, because he definitely didn't want to work on the vineyard. No, he wouldn't be picking grapes like his father <laughs> wanted him to,
1: and his brother wanted him to. Right, but his brother was an insufferable jerk. <laughs> yeah, well, and even looked like it. Did he have a British accent? No, he had a the French father. accent. <laughs> oh, Did he? Which is hilarious because Brother? everybody in everybody in France some, supposedly has a British accent now. Yeah. And in the future, Britain yeah. must have taken over, annexed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what's next? Any other any other things you can remember from TNG that were uh... a lot of scientists. There were lots yeah. of different types of scientists. Like they showed, obviously, they showed uh, the woman who created the the uh, warp drive for the Enterprise. Um, what's her name? The doctor, there, the
2: uh, Leia
1: Brams. Yes. Yeah. And then they showed. Remember, there was a race that was trying to create the uh, the wave that would make them get to warp speed instead oh, of
0: right. The a lot of science.
1: Yeah, a lot of scientists in that series.
2: Yeah. Also, uh, the Daystrom Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't full of Starfleet workers. They were an institute of computer scientists.
1: Yes. Hmm. And also medical science, because they always talked about Starfleet Medical. A lot of doctors, a lot of...
2: Well, there's Starfleet Medical branch, but there's probably also civilian doctors as well. Right.
1: No, because where there's no money anymore, healthcare has gone out of business. No, just kidding. (laughs) All right, so what do we have next? Deep Space Nine.
0: Nine. What well, isn't D space four? <laughs> uh, so again, we have a bartender, but also you really
1: wrote, you really, uh, you know, <laughs> emailed this one in this week, didn't you? Bartender, bartender, bartender. bartender.
0: So bartender and casino operator, quark, quark, proprietor. And what's his name? Smuggler.
3: Yeah, <laughs> there you
1: probably go. sex peddler, like uh, you said before. Well, the... that's with the hollow sweets. Yeah. So
0: I don't know if
1: um, he's probably a drug runner too in some way. I don't don't know I wouldn't put it past him Because that type of a character I mean, I thought Quark was a good
0: There might have been an episode actually with Ketrasil White Yes Right. I don't recall exactly But I'm going to say, yeah, it happened Dabo Girls Dabo Dabo Girls, girls, yeah (laughs) Dabo Dabo (laughs) (laughs) Oh, from last week Dabo Okay,
1: so you're going to keep on saying the (laughs) word Dabo Dabo. (laughs) Dabo Dabo Restaurant owner Mr. Cisco Ben's dad, aka Admiral Cartwright, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a different life. Very yeah. There was still restaurants, obviously, and his restaurant was very popular. Yeah. So to God, he's getting something for doing all that work. (laughs) Because if there ain't money, I don't know.
0: Cisco's Creo Kitchen. Creo, yeah. And where was it? Uh, In I don't know New Orleans.
2: Yeah, New Orleans.
0: Okay. I'll take you even in the future.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I
3: don't pay you don't know
1: crap I didn't <laughs>
0: watch that episode Alright, news reporter author news, author news reporter, author Jake uh, Sisko Jake Sisko But we
1: also see the uh, You know, because some people uh, What was it? Dan McCready Dan, a friend Dan yeah. Wrote, I'd like to see reporters Yeah And I said to him the other night When I saw him There were reporters in Star Trek yeah. Star generations. Trek Generations Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the first time you saw them But, but they were. were there Actually, right. that's not the first time you saw them If you watch Star Trek 4 There were reporters in 1987. (laughs) But there are. Gotcha. Yeah. Still.
0: Yeah. Still. There's also cab drivers drivers in City on the Edge of Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Jake Sisko. School teacher. Jake Sisko. No. (laughs) Keiko O'Brien. Keiko O'Brien. Very good. Mrs. O'Brien. Yes. Taylor. Garrick. Garrick, yeah. Somebody's got to make the clothes. Taylor
1: and. He's a. Other I like to spy. use that. Yes, I like spy. to use that 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 movie's name: Taylor, Taylor. Tinker, Tinker Soldier Spy. That's yeah, what he was. He was all of those. Yes. Hmm. And in fact, I bet you somebody got the idea for him from something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. What's next? So next we have a convoy liaison liaison officer. Uh, so it's a civilian who co. Uh, coordinated. coordinated. Oh, what I can't read. Co- coordinated. <laughs> coordinated convoy <laughs> movements with Starfleet during the Dominion War, and that was uh, Cassidy Yates, who
1: Ben Sisko ends up having uh, a relation with and actually marrying. Doesn't he marry her at the
0: end? Yeah, I know he, she's pregnant. He marries no. her.
1: Yeah,
2: and um, so before she was a lia- liaison. uh oh, now I can't. Talk she was a smuggler. <laughs> wasn't she? Episode. Uh, she ran her own cargo ship, but
1: right. she was also caught as being smuggling things too, wasn't she? At one point,
0: I think Cisco like got her brought own. that to her, and she's denied it. I don't think she was. Well,
2: no, she went away for a while. Oh, yeah, did she? She did. Yeah, she was uh, uh, locked up for it.
0: Yeah, uh. for, but like, he still loved her. Yeah, he
1: he's got a bad streak in him, you know. <laughs> it's like he it's like he's he should be named Hawk instead. Anyways. Um who else? Stop Musi- playing
2: with that pizza cutter.
1: I'm not using it. Yeah, he's not using it now. That's my that's, hands. that's just him being him. I'm cold. My hands are cold. Musician. Jurandax. I remember that group, Jiran Jiran. Ha ha was a renowned musician specializing in piano. Musician? Magi- yes. He's got me doing it now.
0: Well, don't blame it all on me. It's
1: contagious. Specializing in the piano. He graduated from one of the top music academies on Trill, along with his brother... I can't say it. Yolad. Yolad. <laughs> Yolololad. So yeah. I don't remember them, though. This uh, we, heard, story.
2: we heard a lot about Duran Dax when his personality came through in one of Dax's... You
1: know one of am times. Yeah, yeah.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> know that time. You know. That time when that happened. It's about the
1: 28th day of oh, the month. Anyways, oh. um... What's the matter? What are you uh, doing?
0: No, no, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on to Voyager.
1: Woo-hoo. Are there any other hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Any others that you can think of from Deep Space Nine.
0: Well there were a lot of uh people that just came through the station. Well what about religious people? Yeah, I was totally thinking, forgot well, religious people. I was gonna put that, but then the I The Vedics,
1: the Kais, yeah. the prefects, the mm-hmm. who else? Um there was a lot of religion in Deep Space Nine. So, yeah, no, uh,
0: there was, yeah.
2: We also had—I mean—the whole promenade was full of shops, not yep, just right. uh, food. Um, yep. They had tailors; they probably had stuff you could buy. I don't remember right. there being
1: any other food place but Quarks.
2: Um, no, there, there was, was a there was? Klingon. Yeah, I remember Klingon that. restaurant.
1: Yeah, and that's great because there's only one Klingon on the
3: whole <laughs> station.
0: Well, I think Sia liked going there. Yeah, she liked it too. Yeah, but yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, she became Klingon. I mean, technically. She was part of the house of Moog. Yep. Mm hmm. So,
1: all right, now we can get on to. The... Now on v-
0: to Voyager. Yes. You know, some other people, you know how they do
1: Voy now, right? They do V O Y? Yeah. They used to do VGR. Did they? Yeah. That's why I said VGR.
0: I see. Okay, Voyager. <laughs> so. We'll let Eric do
3: this yeah. part. Yeah.
2: So, Neelix, he was a cook a morale officer, and he had his own uh, show uh, on the ship to he did? brief the crew. Yeah, it was uh, short-lived, but he provided uh, entertainment for the crew, interviews, and he had a show uh-huh. that was transmitted throughout the ship every morning.
0: I see, so it's like the morning announcements at school. Pretty, Pretty much, much, but with Neelix's like chapter, own w-
1: Like chapter, uh, what was it called? Channel One. We used to have Channel One. Do you remember uh-huh. Channel One?
0: No, I don't remember.
1: Channel Eric, One. did you guys have that out there? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, Channel One. That's where Anderson Cooper comes from.
0: Oh, I was yeah. unaware of that.
1: Anyways, so yeah, he was the guy to do that type of entertainment. But he was kind of <laughs> like everything, though. He would fill in where it was needed. Yeah,
0: right.
2: Voyager also had a botanist with Tess and the aeroponics hmm. bay. Um, yes. Before she took over duties uh, as a nurse. Working with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And, and then, an, another job, one episode called uh, Non-Sequitur.
1: Non-Sequitur.
2: Which is where Harry Kim got into an alternate, woke up into an alternate reality. Yep. And it was basically if he never joined Voyager. So he was living in uh, San Francisco at the time. And he went to a cafe every morning called uh, Cosmo's, and it's where he got his daily Vulcan Mocha.
1: <laughs> it's it's the only logical choice in the morning.
0: That's weird. I feel like I don't remember that one. Vulcans wouldn't be drinking uh, coffee or caffeinated. Uh, tea? Yeah, maybe. I feel like, uh, like to it's, it's the only was very anti coffee. I, I think. Really, you asked her? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, needless to say, there's mocha <laughs> at a cafe in yeah. San Francisco. We should
0: open and a Star Trek themed cafe. Have racket racchino, yeah, Gino, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, what was also great about that episode, since a lot of it did take place on Earth, mm-hmm.
0: we did see
2: a lot of civilian life in San Francisco in the future. So there were a lot of different shops that were shown and different storefronts. So- he was still in Starfleet, though, right? He was still in Starfleet, but... he was based on Earth. It it was based on Earth. So he lived in San Francisco, close to Starfleet headquarters. But he lived with his girlfriend in an apartment. And it it was great, because we got to see a lot of future San Francisco
1: in that
0: episode. I vaguely remember the episode, just in the fact that he was in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And I remember him coming up with some kind of design of some sort like yeah,
2: yeah it was a uh, design for a new runabout class
1: okay yeah we'll see a lot of san francisco in the new movie too yeah, so in the
2: future we some, <laughs> hopefully we can see some more uh more civilian life
1: yeah i think we will from what i've seen but hmm. all right so what's next I'll-
2: also in Voyager, uh, there were a lot of uh, scavengers and junkyard owners, uh-huh. most notably Neelix. Before he joined Voyager, he was uh, just a scavenger.
0: Hmm. That's right.
2: And in the episode titled Alice,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh,
2: which is where Tom Paris got his own personal shuttle, and it had a AI interface that started to mess with his mind, huh. which is, I thought was an okay episode. Um, But he got that ship from an alien called Abaddon. And he had Abaddon's repository of lost treasures. And it was basically a junkyard in space. And also, uh, Aaron, I think Mm -hmm. you found this one. So you want to take this one?
0: Okay, so going on with uh, the lawyer kind of topic. Operator slash Hollow Novel Publisher slash Hollow Novel Writer. So, a Federation official who presided over a legal dispute, obviously the operator, between Hollow Novel Publisher... Uh, Did you say Operator? <laughs> uh, ob- yeah. It's Operator. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Operator. <coughs> Isn't that what you get fixed in your car? Operator? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe. Uh, so... <laughs> Over a legal dispute between uh, Hollow Novel publisher Arden Arden, Arden Brought uh, and the Doctor, the Hollow Novel writer, mm-hmm. in 2378, after Brought published the Doctor's Hollow Novel, "Photons Be Free," <laughs> despite having to having agreed to hold off until the Doctor completed a revision.
2: And that was so. from the episode uh, "Author, Author." Yep. Um which was a great episode that dealt with the doctor you his know rights. trying to write this yeah, his rights.
1: Yeah. What I find funny about that is that in those type of episodes it makes the doctor even more human usually. hmm But um yeah, arbiters are just
2: like lawyers. I think you mean um arbitrator.
0: Yeah, arbitrator. <clears throat> or something. Arbitrator. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just edit in Wait a minute, the word an arbiter.
1: Well, it could be an arbiter too, though. But I'll
0: just edit in the word over every time we say say it. <laughs> well, then it'll be like it'll be like
2: arbitrator.
1: arbitrator, arbitrator, and I'll go over the other words. It's
3: I'll like on the Simpsons, Mr. Black. Black.
0: No. It'll be fine. It'll work. I,
2: I think it's interesting <laughs> that there are still writers in the future, not only traditional like Jake Cisco, mm-hmm. but also hollow Novels. novel writers. Yeah.
0: So, I
1: my question is: is how does that work? Yeah, do they write it and then it becomes like visually,
2: or is it visually I designed? Think, you know what I, I mean, like a web designer. Being, I think it's like kind of being your own director, like yeah. movie director. Hmm. Yeah. where you're not just writing the program. But you're, you're directing the scenes. You're directing it, yeah.
1: That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah,
0: interesting. So people would, I don't want to say purchase this, but because there's no money, but they would acquire <laughs> this somehow Yeah, and then go to a holodeck and put it in. And put it in.
2: Although if you do have a publisher, I'm thinking that if this goes out to beyond Federation worlds, you are probably getting some kind of income or compensation yeah. for it.
0: Right, so if, like, would Quark... be like the idea of our um,
1: TV or movies.
0: Yeah, say if Quark, Quark purchased this... He could play it on his thing. He could play it on his thing. I He wouldn't, but... He could. <laughs> right. He could, yeah. He'd want something more racy. Yeah. All right, anything else from Voyager? Um, I guess that's, a, that's... I actually don't know. Eric, is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I mean, there there are a lot of other, I guess, civilian jobs. People yeah. in the Alpha Quadrant. I mean, we saw tailors. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they went to a spaceport or a planet, there's obviously different merchants.
0: Right. Um, yeah.
2: Voyager was always trading with other species.
0: Right. Because
2: they didn't have currency, mm-hmm. so they were always trying to trade their resources with all these different vendors.
0: Right. And even if they had currency, they other species wouldn't recognize it having any worth. Exactly. Unless, it, yeah, unless it was like a like if they know, had Federation like think, credits. Think of it this
1: way: Yeah, everybody in this time and age, and probably in the future, in uh, in human terms, thinks that gold is worth a ton. What did the Ferengi think of gold? They it was basically, worthless. yeah, they, it was what they pressed the, latinum with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't care about the gold; they cared about the latinum.
0: And you know what I thought was weird. Getting off topic. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> you could edit this With the, this out with the Latinum, right? Yeah. Quark, the Grand Negus had a Latinum plated toilet. Mm-hmm. Quark wanted to rip that out and have a solid Latinum uh, toilet. I thought Latinum was a liquid.
1: It is. But if you press it, it becomes solid. That was the whole well, point, I thought.
0: Morn had liquid from the. Gold pressed platinum that had been broken broken, and he had it in one of his stomachs. So I think it stays a liquid. Then so I think it it's would have just to be like, held by something. I think it's just a continuity issue. Probably is.
2: Or it could be like a, a metal that maybe needs to be tempered differently. Yeah, phased or something. Different, different mm. states. Yeah. I mean, it's the future. They can do anything.
0: That's true. <laughs> continuity be damned. But I
3: think
2: uh, Latinum kind of became the gold equivalent in in that time period. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and you'll understand why I knew that later on in the episode. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Why he's talking about toilets. Why I'm talking about toilets,
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, moving on to Enterprise, this is again before replicators. They do mention protein resequencers, but it's obviously not. Which is the beginning of. Yeah, which is the beginning of a, replica, a replicator. Uh, well, I, they, I
2: think that's something that we can kind of do now. Like yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. resequencing or rehydrating stuff. Yeah. But if you want real food, you go to <laughs> chef. Right. If you want something that doesn't
1: taste like the bottom of your shoe, mm-hmm. <laughs> tasty. Well, maybe you don't go to chef either. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> Actually, I, I, I liked it because it was. One of those characters that you never saw his face. We until his face.
1: until they ruin it at the end and say it's Riker.
2: We well, don't say it's
1: Riker. Well, I know, but it, it it's what well, he's playing. playing yeah. Chef. Yeah.
2: But I thought it was funny in the episode Everybody... the catwalk, we actually saw Chef walk by, mm-hmm. but we only saw his bottom half. We never yeah. saw his face. So I, I kinda like that Chef became the running joke in Enterprise.
0: So it was kind of like... Uh, Wilson from <laughs> we, yeah. Home Food. Yeah, England. and
2: apparently everyone loved his cooking because uh, Archer handpicked him
1: yeah.
0: for the mission.
1: They didn't even say his real name. They just called him Cook.
0: Yeah, or Chef. Or Chef, yeah. Uh, so next we have Miners, and I feel like we probably have Miners in every series, but...
1: well, oh, there's children everywhere.
0: Ha ha
3: ha! Anyway, go
0: ahead. Especially on Not the Enterprise team. Miners! Miners! <laughs> so, in the episode uh, Terror Prime? Prime, I guess. <laughs> they were miners
2: on the moon.
1: On the moon. Good place for them. They're looking for the cheese.
0: For probably uh what's that? Hydrogen 5 or something. Yeah. Like that.
1: What else we got? Cargo Transport.
0: Yep. So the the Mayweather family. They own Cargo Transport. They were on a Cargo Transport. Uh, I thought they owned one. Yeah. They were they were on it. Mayweather was born on it. He yep. was a. I he was going
1: to be part of the family business, right?
0: Yep.
2: Well, yeah. And then he wanted to join Starfleet, mm-hmm. but it was great because there was a whole civilian network of uh, cargo transporters.
1: Yes, before Starfleet really owns all of the space.
0: Well, I, I all, would assume... all
2: of the space.
0: Well, you <laughs> I, know what I mean? I would assume... all the spaces. <laughs> <laughs> all the spaces belong to us. In between. Uh, <laughs> um, I would assume even in the 24th century there are civilian cargo like transporter.
2: Lanes and... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Cassidy Yates.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they
1: have to be some kind of lanes and things like that. Even even if it is that vast, you know what I mean?
0: Well, uh, I'm sure yeah. there are routes well, that I they take, but I think anyone can veer off their route. as you know straight. St- uh, the the shortest straightest di- <laughs> line between two places
1: <laughs> is a short? Is that what you were going to say? No.
0: So the <laughs> shortest distance between two places is a straight line. So I'm sure... Okay, Einstein. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But it's not the most, by far, not the most interesting. No. That's a Doctor Who quote. Mm-hmm. Who else we have? <laughs> so we have some more bar owners. Nightclub but, bar owners. Uh, and also a nightclub. So, Fusion was a jazz club and restaurant in San Francisco, Earth. As opposed to San Francisco, space. Uh, <laughs> space, yes. all the space that we own. Uh, then there was a uh, the Six O Two Club. It was a bar in Mill Valley on Earth in the twenty second century. Really, the Six O Two Club was not yes. the
1: thing that was a Fenway Park. Uh.
0: Was the one yeah. at Park uh, Six Hundred Park? That's what it was. Yeah, I, I went to that Six Hundred Club.
1: Eric, do you know what we're talking about? No. Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> Anyways, interspecies medical exchange receptionist. Yeah. So the, that's a nice. That's a nice <laughs> title.
0: Yeah. So the inter which uh, flocks. I was going to say Neelix, which Phlox was a member of. Whoa,
2: Phlox and Neelix, two different characters.
0: Yeah, way too different. I
1: know, but they were different. <laughs> Although, could you see putting them in the same room together? I think they'd get along. Yeah,
0: um, They'd probably get along, but you'd be standing there going, huh <laughs> Yeah, your head would probably explode.
3: <laughs> <but>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was a member of this, and uh, obviously they need receptionists.
3: <laughs> so uh, yeah. They obviously
0: need receptionists, yes. So yeah, and then finally civilian, civilian
1: reception. Yes, the United Earth Senators.
0: Yeah, so they showed senators they of play the, the United Earth. I think no, <laughs> well, um, no. So they they are the they representatives have yeah. of
1: the people of Earth.
0: Right. Did they ever show that though? Yeah, they did. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> they show um, characters and stuff, pictures of them. We Just also in suits.
2: You could also assume that the United Earth Space Probe Agency, or USPA, USPA. Mm-hmm. is a civilian...
1: Version of Starfleet?
2: Yeah. Hmm. Or a branch of Starfleet, or, mm-hmm. you know, a company that Starfleet uses.
0: Yeah. Right. Any yeah. other characters? Uh, from Enterprise? Not that I can, I can think of. Know any o- other types of receptionists that you want to bring up? I'm sure there are others. Hoshi was a instructor, yep. a linguist instructor. Mm-hmm. That was a civilian uh, job. I think I think that pretty much sums I think it up. We covered it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: There's a lot of uh, interesting jobs. Uh, a lot of them have to do with drinking. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> people like to drink, and there's nothing wrong universe. with that, as long as
1: you do it responsibly. Yes,
2: do not pilot a shuttle while drunk. No. <laughs>
1: If you're gonna drink, oh, no, you want to be honest, all, it's a lot less dangerous to pilot a shuttle in space with his
0: don't a scr- lot of empty space. Don't scratch the paint. <laughs> okay. Okay, so next, I'm changing the title of, of our social media question, question of, the week. of the week to subspace channels. I think it's question just... Question of the week. No, well, that's just so that we know. But subspace channels. Anybody gonna
1: know what subspace channels means? Well, now they do. Okay, great. Now they. Well,
2: know. if they're listening to New Star to Trek show. podcasts, I hope they know a little bit about Star Trek yeah. to know what a subspace channel is. Yeah. And if it's you subspace. don't, I apologize. A subspace channel is a way that they communicate through space.
1: Yep. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily mean the
0: question. No, but we're communicating with our listeners. You need help, you know that. (laughs) This is a Star Trek theme title. (laughs) This this is a Star Trek podcast, and we're talking about Star Trek. I know! It makes perfect sense. (laughs) Go ahead.
2: So, uh, hailing frequencies open to
0: (laughs) the subspace channel. (laughs) See, Eric gets it. I totally get it. (laughs) Okay, so go ahead. So our question, if you were a civilian in the Star Trek universe, what would you do for work? You wouldn't because they don't need to work because
1: there is no money. Yeah. What would you do for an occupation? But if you're
2: enriching your life...
1: Yeah, then that's more of an o- that's more of an occupation.
2: <laughs> okay, which is work. Yeah, but one
1: has the whole enrichment part to it. The other one kind of a job, work, work is work. I
0: mean, come on. Well, if you're not getting paid in Starfleet, you gotta you paid still, by you'd still be like, oh, I'm going to work. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm going to my occupation. Okay, so from Twitter. (laughs) So from Twitter, we have LadyBird83, who says, I would either be a daycare teacher or a bartender, maybe a maternity (laughs) nurse.
1: (laughs) There's a mix for you. (laughs) Don't get those jobs mixed up, though, because getting kids (laughs) drunk. And And getting
2: mothers drunk. Yeah, Yeah. or
1: being a maternity, I mean, come on. So yeah, those are all
0: jobs that I'm sure would be yeah. You still need them in the future. Yeah. <laughs>
2: all
1: right.
0: It'd be uh,
2: very complicated with all the different alien babies.
0: <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> yes. Next we have little cute girl eighty three. Uh, sorry, little cute girl eighty six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make her older. <laughs> My bad. Great. So she says preschool teacher. I guess that's There's a... no bartender involved <laughs> in this one. No. Uh, so I guess that's popular with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So Eric J. Dewey says... I would probably end up in tech support. No reason to be different. (laughs) Well, we just said
1: earlier that (laughs) that's probably not good. But anyways, Smart Watermelon Mm -hmm. says, I'd own a franchise of the Red Shirt
2: Manufacturing
0: Company. (laughs) I thought that was very, very clever. Very good answer.
2: Yeah, excellent.
0: (laughs) They all die, though? No. Anyway. How are
2: those uh, hailing frequencies on Facebook?
0: <laughs> oh my good lord! So on Facebook, we have our friend Martin K, who says, "I guess I could do almost the same things I enjoy doing now: computer stuff, programming, etc." I am a computer science student, or something with music. And we did cover uh, there music, are yeah. musicians. Mm-hmm. There are obviously computers. There are obviously going to be need programming. So, yeah. now The next person is Fletcher H. polydeck video game tester. Yes, that would be awesome. That would be awesome.
1: You're probably get paid pretty well. Make sure
0: make sure you don't get you know mutilated. <laughs> make sure the
2: safeties are on. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops! Test Whoops them I forgot first. to put the safety program in. Hmm. Three people have died. All right, Ryan P. Says tester for Ferengi Hollow Sweet programs.
2: I know what he's going for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He wants those Vulcan love slaves.
1: (laughs) The platinum's not the only thing getting pressed. Anyways, um, whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, Mike S. Oh my. (laughs) So Mike S. Says, I would work at Cisco's. I'm a fat guy. Duh. Yes, he is. So. Why so not? A,
2: not a lot of fat people in Star Trek.
1: Hmm. Scotty, in the okay, older years. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Scotty. Yeah. Let's see. Who else? Anybody else? Come on, fat guys. Well, mom. there were more fat guys in Star Wars, actually, than there are in Star Trek.
0: Well, Riker oh. was letting himself go towards <laughs> the end there.
2: Yeah, he was. He <laughs> was enjoying some He's alien like, cuisine.
1: I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be over in a minute. You, you take care of it. Uh. Uh, Why don't you do it? Um, I'm just
0: gonna stay here. Um, Somebody say steak. Yeah,
1: somebody say steak. (laughs) Captain, we made a mistake. Steak. And then Lucy D,
0: clothing designer.
2: No, you need clothing.
0: Yeah, and we. Oh, go
2: ahead, (laughs) Aaron. What would what would you do? What would your job be?
0: So let's see. I guess he teach computers in the 24th century. What could I do? About the same thing you can do now. Yeah. I guess I would still work with computers. I so would, he'll be out of work. So you would <laughs> – there must be an internet, right? Or something like the internet. There's got to be. So there must still be websites. But
1: I think it actually goes beyond Earth. Like it goes – Yeah, like an
0: interstellar – Like yeah. web. a
2: galactic network. And
1: that's yeah. interesting that we've never actually seen something like that in Star Trek.
0: Right. Because you – you know, the
1: uh, sub, what do they call it? Subspace um, communications throughout mm-hmm. space. There probably is an internet. That's how they get in
0: data from one place to another. Right, because, I mean, all that we have seen are Federation data banks, which are military, but there must be some kind of civilian equivalent to the internet. And the
1: Federation ones got to be connected to each other because they're always changing.
3: Yeah.
2: And so. Memory Alpha was an actual place yes. in uh, Star Trek that. Was basically a big Starfleet
0: repository of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Ah, I was actually unaware of that.
2: Yeah, um, there's a reason that what? Memory Alpha <laughs> is the main. It's Wiki called for, Memory Alpha. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. There's actually a Memory Beta too, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Of uh, unofficial, uncanon. Yeah. Don't go to Memory Delta.
2: Um, memory Alpha was also was actually on a planetoid, so the yes. whole planet was dedicated to Memory Alpha.
3: Yeah, uh, it was basically like a
0: huge was library. Was this in the original series? It yes. was. I don't really remember... Writing. No, i just kidding. I don't really a remember the original series either. Uh, but, yep, that's all we have for the subspace channels. So, closing channels. All right. <laughs> you should see the look Marty's <laughs> giving me.
1: I <laughs> so, imagine. for this week's version, this week's episode of... Do you know what puts my quantum state into flux? By Aaron Gallagher.
0: <laughs> so, we have seen bathrooms in Star Trek, but they have mainly been isolated to the shots of the sink and shower. We see Neelix taking a bath in The Caretaker, and uh, I, uh, took a sonic shower in the motion picture, and so did Bilana in an episode of Voyager. All these times that they show the restroom, though rarely, I've tried to spot... The elusive toilet. Recently, I discovered (laughs) in fact, I have seen a toilet in Star Trek and didn't even know it. In Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, James Kirk, while in the ship's brig, says, I need to sit down, after learning that Cybok is Spock's half brother. He presses a button, and what appears to be a seat comes out of the wall. As it turns out, this isn't supposed to be a seat at all, but a toilet. This isn't really a huge deal, in fact, but something that has been brought up by fans before. Even Jonathan Frakes jokes about the lack of bathrooms in a behind-the-scenes special he taped in 1994 called Journey's End, the Saga of Star Trek The Next Generation. In the special, Frakes says that the Enterprise-D has only one bathroom, and he points to it on the Enterprise's cross-section display in the engineering set. Yeah, so that's, that's it.
1: Well, they got to go somewhere. Oh well, yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean... Yeah.
0: they probably just go in those uniforms.
3: <laughs> oh. They just transport it <laughs> Could out. Could you see them?
1: Could you see them if they
0: had, like, the diapers on the inside and they're walking around it's getting bigger and bigger as they're walking?
3: Uh-huh.
0: Ah. Oh, I, I would just assume that they transported That's attractive. It. They used a transporter to beam away at the waist. Could you see standing in the transporter <laughs> and you just well, we, stand
1: there, take a dump, and then you get off and it transports it out.
0: You, well, know, you don't do... dump, it just beams it out
1: of you. Oh, it beams Be- it out of you? <laughs> yeah, it beams it out of you. What if they miss by, like, just a little bit?
2: Well, even though even though we don't see toilets in mm-hmm. the ships, uh, we do know that they have wet waste uh, reclamation systems yes. mm-hmm. in the ships. And part of that is used for the replication
0: system. Hmm, Nice. <laughs>
1: Well, let me ask you but. a question: have you, have you have you ever seen a Have you ever seen oh I don't know a dentist in Star Trek? No, that doesn't mean there aren't any dentists.
0: Uh, that's true.
1: There's a lot of things we haven't seen in Star Trek.
0: Yeah, I knew there was. I knew there had to be toilets. I'm not saying that. Oh, there's no toilets at all. I'm just, just saying like, that. Where the hell are they? Yeah, I, I wanted to see one. If you were stuck in the future, you'd be going, "Oh no, where, where is it?" Because <laughs> we kn- son of. A- on Enterprise D, off to the side, there was a head, and Picard had his own bathroom in the ready room.
2: Yeah, and we also see him use a bathroom in First Contact. when yep. he washes when, his face,
1: and the thing pops out of his face. Right, yeah. great, great, uh, great effect, though. Um, I was
2: but, I was thrilled to see a sonic shower in Voyager when bilana used it.
0: Uh, I was, was excited was, for well, other reasons. Shower in, right. <laughs> <they> sh- yeah. <laughs>
1: Didn't they show it being used in, um...
0: The motion picture. with that, Yeah,
1: but no, um... Didn't they show it being used in, uh... Enterprise, too? When they did the, uh... No, the Enterprise, beaming?
2: they had a real shower. Okay, but they showed it. They showed it, because, yeah. uh... Archer was taking a shower. And Wasn't he next to somebody
1: else? Wasn't there a... Oh, there was what? something with the two of them in the, I thought. Oh, it was, that was the gel. The gel,
0: yeah. The can de- Contaminating right. gel. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: I thought that was. But a in Enterprise,
2: thing. we did see a bathroom, and we saw Archer in the shower. The grav plating went off, and the water was kind of floating there. And so ah. we, we've seen we've seen bathrooms in Star Trek. We just that could become dangerous, you know. That
1: could right, be really right. dangerous during a shower. <laughs> grav grab plating why- goes
2: bad. <laughs> Which yeah. is why they got sonic showers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought it was weird that they had Nelix taking an actual bath in that first episode.
2: I didn't think it was it's weird. A luxury. Because, yeah, it's it's a luxury. If you want to take a yeah. bath with real water, you can. You yeah. know, in and the real
1: military on ships, you don't you always get showers. There's no such thing as a bath, and you do it with twenty other guys or well, women or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: You don't get those luxuries. Right, but this is the twenty fourth century. Yeah. I wonder if they, because of rationing on Voyager, yeah. if they didn't allow baths anymore. They might have just Probably. Sonic. Yeah, just Sonic.
2: Because when Neelix took a bath when he first encountered Voyager, so they didn't implement the rationing system yet. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. So yeah, that's what puts my quantum state into flux this week. I have a good one planned next week. I'm sure you do. In the end, we made it through. Okay. Huzzah. Huzzah. (laughs) Huzzah. And kudos. So next week... What's the topic for next week? So next week, we'll be talking about the engineers of Star Trek. All right. And the the question that we'll put out there, if you had a ship, who would you want as your chief engineer and why? Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So until next time, I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan. And I'm Eric Berry. See you then. You have been listening to the Starfleet Escape podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, where you can catch a new episode every other Monday. You can find us on the web at sfescapepod.com, on Twitter at sfescapepod, or on Facebook.com/sfescapepod.